Thank you for joining us for the Conform to Christ podcast, where we aim to engage the mind, affect the heart, and call people to follow Christ. My name is George Mays, and here with me is my friend Jay Jones. What's up, man? Rock star Jay Jones. Yeah. How you doing over there? It was a rough night. Yeah? Yeah, it was a rough night. Yeah, you know, it all started at Scooter's, and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just went down from there, huh? Next thing I know, you know, I've got I've got flashes of a bowling alley parking lot. Um, I wake up on the back of a horse out in their wildlife refuge. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, no, it was it, it was actually worse than that, George. That's it quite, was that's quite the story. It was a worse night than that. Um, it was. There was a toddler involved. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, George the Age, man. I'm almost 40. Yeah. The toddlers are for the young... It's a young man and a young woman's game. Let's see. How uh, how old is your daughter now? She's about two and a half. About two and a half. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with her last night. She had like stomach, something going on. I don't know. Man, and so she's... So you've you've got a two and a half year old. I've got... um, Let's see, almost a two-year-old. Yeah, we're almost forty. We're what a week, <clears throat> yeah. a week apart. Mm. It's, yeah, it, it, there's a huge difference. So you've got a you've got a sixteen-year-old. I've got a fourteen-year-old. There's a huge difference from when they were born and when our oh, yeah. our youngest. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> we're getting too Dude. old for this. Uh, no sleep last night, man, I, yeah. and. Uh, it's it, it really is majorly affecting. Like it, I, back in the twenties, like when Drake was little, I could not sleep. Mm-hmm. I might could go two days without sleeping, yeah. and it wouldn't it wouldn't affect me. I woke up today like splitting headache, eyeball hurting, can't think straight. First <laughs> first thing Evangel, Evangeline says, she wakes up, smile on her face. Yeah, Dad, sleep good. Uh, no, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Nope. So. Yeah, when I was in seminary, um, I worked overnights and went to school during the day, get maybe three, maybe four hours of sleep, maybe, Every before day. I'd go back to work. I don't think I could do that anymore. Nah. I don't think so. I, so I want, I want everyone to look at, to, at, at Jay. Just put the camera on Jay. You've got a real uh, in-game feel going over here <laughs> what what are, you, what are you talking about you got a real fat thor thing going on here Jay. <laughs> you got uh, I, uh, I i can see it i can see that i can't yeah. see your eyes yeah like you could just sit there and i just sit here like oh like in you the could corner? do a, you could do a weekend at bernie's hey when thing they're, you're talking about like when here. they're given the, they're given the briefing and yeah he's just over here like this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be one of those episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna lean heavily on this first segment on you. Yeah. On lawlessness. Okay. <laughs> we got a good I think we got good material. Yeah. We got this uh first segment on lawlessness and then uh Christmas is coming up. We're going to talk about um the incarnation incarn and, and heresies mm-hmm. around the incarnation. And uh, and how you may even encounter some today. Right. So we'll dr- we'll we'll release that. 
we'll release the whole thing in full tomorrow, but we'll release this segment on video on the incarnation next week before Christmas. Okay. So we've got this lawlessness. You got it all lined and you, up. you've done some groundwork on this lawlessness. Yeah. Uh, and you got you found all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is some there are some bizarre things going on in our country nowadays. Mm-hmm. I was reminded as I was looking at at um, this topic, I was reminded of Matthew twenty four verse twelve, where Jesus, you know, he's talking to his disciples on the Mount of Olives, talking about um, really, I think the the period from the first coming to the second coming. And he says in verse 12, he says, um, because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's what we're seeing in our country. We're seeing an increase in lawlessness, but I think we're also seeing a lack of love. Yeah. E- even as you've got um, all of this critical race theory and intersectionality, it's all supposed to be, about um, rectifying the oppression right. that that's you know the systemic racism and systemic oppression that that's just inherent in our country and it, even as all of this rhetoric is going out there the love is not there right yeah like yeah. there's a there's no love for um, these men and women who think that they are the opposite sex or they're yeah. nothing at all or it's just all fluid and they're one of the you know 300 genders out there right there's no love in just letting them live this this delusional lifestyle yeah like there's no there's no love there a lot of a lot of it in America at least is calculated um, it's power based it's not love based it's power based yeah and fi- and it's financial um, it's you, it's you're able to sell like yeah. it. It's what's popular. Mm-hmm. It's what sells. Yeah. Right. If it, if it didn't sell in America, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's not pretend. Right. That that is the driver, the engine that drives this country. Yeah. Is capitalism, and so what they've done is made a calculated um, decision to go this way. So let's not pretend it's based in love. Yeah. Right. People like to pretend that, but it's not. And the, and the reason you know it's not is because you have companies like Nike and the NBA and and others who will be all of, all over the social justice stuff. Like, hey, Georgia, you want to pass that abortion law? We won't do business with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, you know they're in China, <laughs> right? They've so they've made a calculate calculated decision that Americans are too stupid to put the connect the dots, yeah. and so in China they can make tons of money by being in bed with the regime. Right. Uh, but over here they need to pretend like they love and care everybody, mm. right? Yeah. Care Bear. <laughs> we should play that video. Yeah, that's a funny video. <clears throat> All right, so I've got four things here for, and if I would have gone down the rabbit hole, I'm sure I could have found even more. But um, we'll just go in the order that I've got them listed here, and we can talk right. about them. Because I, I think each of them is an instance of of lawlessness, and this lawlessness results in, or or t- it is rooted in a lack of love for right. our neighbors. So mm-hmm. the first instance is uh, what's going on in Minneapolis. Okay. Now, this has been going on, what, most of the year. Yeah. Um. Uh, ever since the George Floyd uh-huh. uh, death, there have been calls for 
um, defunding or even abolishing the police. Yes. Well, uh, last week, the Minneapolis City Council, they voted to defund the police $7.7 million. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I was looking into this a little bit, and I, I actually talked to one of our... Which, which though, they walked back a lot, because initially it was like, abolish the police, well, yeah, defund, yeah. defund the police totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah they wanted to like, get rid of it altogether. <laughs> and they're like, hang on, uh, maybe maybe that's uh, dangerous for us politically. Yeah, they. Uh, so coming into this vote, they initially wanted to drop the, um, the number of officers from 888 to 750. Yeah. Uh, now, Minneapolis has a population, this was from 2018, but it's it's probably hanging right around there anyway. Yeah. Um, the population in Minneapolis is 425,403 people, yeah. and they have 888 uh-huh. police officers right now. If I did my math right, which is always questionable, uh-huh. that's one officer for every 480 people. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean that's that's a big job. That's a big job. That's a huge job. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a big city. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted to drop the the number of officers from eight hundred and eighty eight to seven hundred and fifty, but the mayor called it quote irresponsible. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe because there been some things. Maybe going a little. On. Maybe a little bit. Right. Yeah. There been. There been. Even the- even after he called it irresponsible, they only they voted seven to six to maintain yeah. the. The, the cap at 888. Well, there, there have been some really bad things going on in this yeah. city through this year that, you know, I think snapped them back into reality. Well, let me just list a, a few things okay. here. So there have been 532 gunshot victims, which is double from last year. Yeah. Uh, 5,100 violent crimes up from 4,000 last year. Uh-huh. And this is the... This is the big one. There have been 375 carjackings. That is a 331% uptick from last year. Yeah. 331% <laughs> higher mm. in carjackings yeah. in Minneapolis than last year. I wonder why. Right. I wonder why. And I know that they've they've um they've even reported that the police aren't aren't responding to all the calls. Yeah. And I, I I'm I'm assuming it's because people are yeah. wanting to defund the police and right. get rid of them and Yeah. So they're there's they're, and they're, 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 they're there may just what, be too many for them to respond to. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I talked to um I talk so I, I talked to one of our members who is a police officer. Uh-huh. And he was telling me that there's only 164 officers here in Lawton. Yeah. Now, we're much smaller than Minneapolis. What, we have, what do we have? 100? We have 92,543 is what I found. Oh, that's a, You got to include Fort Sill though, right? Right. I don't think that's counting Fort Sill. Yeah. I think it's just counting yeah. the, the, city. the city. Yeah. Um, 164 officers. But what he said is that they're supposed to have 199. Uh-huh. He said that he doesn't think that there's been an increase since... Uh, the 90s and maybe the 80s. Mm. Wow. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, just imagine the when you're calling for defunding the police or abolishing the police, when you're when you're cutting 
you know, almost $8 million from their budget. Like you're, you are hindering them doing their job. Uh huh. But think of the, the, the lack of love for your neighbor that has to go into this, this mindset that we can, we can just get rid of the police and everything's going to be fine. It's, it's that this idea that it's worse with the police. Well, it's, it's based in a, um, as as most uh, liberalism is, whether it would be theological liberalism or uh, political liberalism, it's based in a faulty anthropology. And what I mean by that, if you've never heard that term, it's based in a, a faulty understanding of the nature of man, right? So most people holding to uh, liberalism would believe that man is by nature good. Yep. And so what happens when you're over-policed, as they would say, is you put pressures on these communities that would not always, uh, otherwise be there, and, and many of these things are actually a reaction to law enforcement, mm-hmm. that people are basically good, and if we left people alone, they would work things out on their own because people are basically good. Yeah. And that's just, it's not a biblical understanding of man. Uh, we but, saw this with uh, with Chaz, right? Yes. Up in, up in Portland. Uh-huh. Um, the first thing that they did when they took over this area is they built walls to keep people out. Yeah. And they set aside some people to enforce the rules. <laughs> right. Because they know intrinsically that if if left to themselves, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, the, the biblical anthropology is that people are born in sin mm-hmm. um, and by nature are not good. Like, everyone's capable of, do, of good things, and many people do go through their life and they do good things for their neighbors, but... The nature of man is such that when uh, layers of authorities, and there's different layers of authorities that God's put in place to protect society from man's sinful nature, mm. right? You just start start with the the bottom would be your conscience. Yeah, God's get, given everyone a conscience. Well, you can go against your conscience so much that as you get older, it becomes seared, and you're capable of more and more evil. And the problem with the conscience is that it's fallen also. Yeah. Like God has given us this restraining influence in us, but because of the the overarching effects of the fall. Yeah. Um it's uh the I guess the theological term would be the noetic effects of the fall, the yeah. fall effects not just our our bodies, but it affects our minds, it affects our emotions, it affects our conscience. Yeah. Our our conscience has fallen. And so it doesn't always work the way it's supposed to. Yes. And so, you know, behind all of these authorities, we have God's word that's to guide it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you go up one step from there, you have parental authority. Right. And so, what do you see in liberalism is a destruction of God's design for a family. Well, when you destroy God's design for a family, you get more lawlessness. Yeah. Right. I always know whenever I meet certain kids from uh, that are my, my kids' age, I can tell pretty quick um, who has uh, like both set of parents at home, and, and this isn't a one hundred percent thing. It's not to say that a single parent can't raise good kids. It's just to say, in a broad sense, the kids that have both parents at home, um, they are a little bit more respectful. I would say, just in the, their dialogue with you, you can kind of tell. Um, and I think it bears out too. You know, I think statistics would show if you look at statistics, males uh, commit crime at a higher rate than females. Well, most of them are fatherless; they have no fathers. 
so these stats, I mean, you can't argue with them. Men are dangerous to the world that weren't raised by other men in the context of a family. And that's just God's design, and it's meant to restrain evil. And then you move on from there. I think the church is a form of of ever, right? So it, how would the church then help restrain evil in the world? Well, I mean, you've got the um, established order of leadership. You have um, the pastors and elders who are teaching the church um, sound doctrine. They're teaching them what the scriptures say, mm-hmm. um, admonishing them to obey, to live this out. But then in the congregational um, structure, you've got um, each other holding each other accountable. Yeah. And then you have church discipline, mm-hmm. um, which is meant to call people back to faithfulness. Yeah. So you, you don't just let people run wild. Yeah. Um, if, if, you, if they're running wild, you have this body of believers who are calling them back to repentance. Uh-huh. So it's, it's restraining that, that evil. And also as the gospel goes forth and people are hearing the gospel and they are believing the gospel, then you have a bunch of Christians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as there's more and more Christians, you're going to have less and less lawlessness. More and more Christians who out of love, out of their, you know, they don't obey the law in order to get God's love, but God's love has transformed their heart. Now, what do they do? They right. start to obey God, <clears throat> yeah, and they're living according to God's laws, yeah, which are a good thing for society. Yeah, and even I think even if people aren't regenerate as they're hearing the law of God, um, even if they're doing it out of a sense of guilt or obligation, or even out of tradition, right? It's still restraining evil. Yes, it does restrain evil. The more, the more, uh, we'll say biblical Christians, because there's a ton mm-hmm. of people that call themselves Christians. Right. They're, they're all over here, but that you know, we know they're not. And how do we know they're not? Is because they don't obey God. They, right. Like Jesus says, "If you love me, you'll obey my commands." Yeah, um, and they don't. So you know, hey, Jesus says you'll know them by their fruit. This yeah. isn't being judgmental. This is doing what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Um, their fruit, you go up to them and you're like, hey, you're a Christian, uh, let's see your Christian oranges. And you're like, I've never sprouted an orange. <laughs> I sprout apples. Yeah. Uh, maybe not a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if the more biblical Christians are con- converted through the uh, ministry of the church, as the gospel goes forth, society, the last uh, level that God has to restrain is the government. Mm-hmm. So the more Christians you have following the Bible, the more the government would reflect God's law, yeah. right? And so, government government itself is it restrains evil. Yeah, that's its purpose. Even right? even the uh, the most you know um, totalitarian governments restrain evil. Mm-hmm. Even in North Korea, you can't just go around murdering people. Murdering people, right? Yeah. The government is going to punish evildoers. They may themselves be corrupt and murderers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right, but outside of the government, <laughs> yeah. like you can't you can't just do whatever. Right. But the closer that a government aligns itself to God's word, the more it restrains evil. Yeah, and so that's why we would say that America is is still the greatest nation. Yeah, because yeah. its government, as it was originally intended, is the closest. Yeah, to biblical Christianity. And you know this is part of our tradition. I believe Moses and the Ten Commandments are back at the back of the Hall of Congress. 
So like, you know, where the president gives his speech, I think at the very back, back there, is Moses with the two tablets. Oh, really? Like, they're in there making okay. law, right? Yeah. They're making law. Right. Behind them, mm. up on the top, is Moses with the tablets. Uh, I wonder what that could mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're, a Puritan, we're, we're a Puritan nation. Mm-hmm. We're founded by—now, not everybody were—they were Christians, but the founding of this nation was so heavily influenced by Puritanism. Right. Um, so do you you have a couple examples, I think, of the government being lawless, and it's a direct connection to them throwing off God's law, yeah. his literal law. And I think you have two examples um, of that. Well, I, I think I've got three. Okay. Um, so, you know, we were talking about Chaz heading up into <clears throat> the the Pacific Northwest. We've got Seattle. Yeah. Their city council is considering a law that would um, dismiss a lot of misdemeanor crimes, yeah. <laughs> including stealing. Yeah. Um, and I found this, uh, I don't even know what site I found. I think it's a Seattle news news site. Um, but it says that the Seattle uh, City Council is considering new legislation that would create a legal loophole that would make substance addiction, mental illness, or poverty a valid legal defense for nearly all misdemeanor crimes committed in the city. So what that means is you could walk into a grocery store and steal some food if your defense is my family is starving. Right, yeah. Right, or I think this would... You know what's... what, What would be evidence of a substance abuse if you go in and steal... Some medicine from a pharmacy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Break into a pharmacy and still still food, yeah, still, still medicine, still medicine, still food. What's really weird is like a lot of these uh, cities, like this, these liberal cities, they have these other laws that would that prevent churches from feeding people. Yeah, I kid you not. Like they won't let churches house and feed homeless people. Yeah, but they will allow people to steal pe- steal food. Right. It's insane, man. Yeah, insane. But it's not only just food, if I, if I remember correctly. Like they're allowing for misdemeanor shoplifting. Mm-hmm. They're just not gonna. They're not in any way gonna enforce it. Uh, so if somebody I mean, can you're... roll up into your store if they're not even if they're not hungry. They'd be like, "Oh, uh, hey, a couple of Red Bulls, sure, I'll take a few." Yeah. And then just take them off. Got a got a history of mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Right. <laughs> and there's no way the uh, storekeeper can stop them. Yeah. They can't do anything. Right. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. God's law says don't steal, right? Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not steal. It doesn't have like a, a and there's not an exemption clause in there. And that's not heartlessness towards people that legitimately don't have food and need food. We we should be helping these people. We should be showing love to to these people. But that doesn't that doesn't dismiss God's word that says don't steal. Right. Well, again, if you didn't have laws that would uh, punish churches <laughs> right. for trying to take care of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Maybe the church, or if you didn't, um, if we were taxed less, right? You don't. Ta- ch- churches aren't taxed, but the people in the people churches, are. Yeah. Like yeah. It, uh, if you would tax the people of the churches less, I can promise you what would happen is there would be more homeless ministries, yeah. like there were before in this country. Um. So yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's. I don't, again, it's based in this weird fantasy anthropology mm-hmm. that thinks people are basically good. Right. 
Yeah. That they won't totally abuse this law. <laughs> right. And just totally ransack and make it impossible to have a small business in this town. Yeah, you know, they're they're seeing uh, you know, mass exodus from California because of all the liberal laws. You've got yeah. you've got Tesla moving yeah. down to Texas, which I, I find funny because they're moving out of uh, the liberal area of California, and they're moving to the liberal area of Texas. Well, I think down El- in Austin. Elon's a little quirky. He's kind of conservative in some ways, and libertarian, yeah, yeah. libertarian, and others. And some, he's you know, he's socially yeah. uh, liberal. Right. He's a weird. He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. But yeah. most geniuses are weird. Yeah. Um, so not only Seattle, but there's been some shenanigans going on in Texas. Yeah. Um, a representative in Texas. Um, a you want to guess what what party? I, I don't need to guess. Every, the listener knows. The the listener already knows. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Democrat. Uh. State representative in Texas is, um, calling on. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know what happened to it, Jay? This is what happens when I don't bring my my computer in. She is calling for um, an amendment on the Stand Your Ground law Uh in Texas. Uh, What that means is uh, right now on the books, you can uh, defend yourself even lethally against someone who's breaking into your house. Yeah. Well, this this wise representative... um, Name is Terry Meza, I believe. Yeah. She introduced uh, House Bill 196. And what this does, it, it, it's, they have something called the Castle Doctrine. Yeah. You can defend your home from an intruder. Uh, what she said is that this bill does not repeal the Castle Doctrine, and it doesn't restrict homeowners from using firearms in self-defense. But what she said is that the, it, it requires, notice that that word, requires, oh, yeah. a homeowner to exhaust the potential of safety, safely retreating into the habitation before using deadly force in defense of themselves or their property. Yeah. So what that means is if someone's breaking into your house, you have to do all you can to run away. Right. In your own home. Yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to run as far away so that someone can come in and rob you. Yeah. And only in that last that last line of defense can you yeah. defend yourself. And the well this is dangerous because you don't know intention mm-hmm. often, right? Right. So I, I would warn people because there is a parody of this going around and I, I found it um where it's putting words into her mouth that, that aren't there that, that aren't, aren't that aren't true and they're exaggerations. Yeah. Um like she's saying that most people, most people are not robbing to harm to harm. They're they're robbing because they need the stuff, and they uh-huh. may, and you don't have to worry about it because your insurance is going to cover it and, yeah, and all this. That, so be careful. This is another instance of really research your stuff before you post. Because yeah. I, I found the parody from a, a popular evangelical okay. yeah. leader, and wasn't true, and it wasn't true. Yeah. I don't know if if this person so. Um, Took Again, it down or, or apologize, but the real story—it's still—it's still just as ludicrous. Yeah. So in this case, the Bible does speak to this issue. 
the castle doctrine, which I haven't read entirely, itself could be lawlessness. But her uh, proposal is also lawlessness. Yeah. So the standard is not <clears throat> someone comes into your house and you just whip out your gun and blast his head off. Right. That's maybe the American way. <laughs> right. But that's not that's not God's way. So yeah. God God talks about this in Exodus twenty two two. Right. He says, if a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely repay. So here's the issue. Someone breaks into your house at night. It's dark. You mm-hmm. don't know their intention. Right. You take lethal action. Yeah. Uh, you're not guilty. Guilt, blood, you're not blood guilty, which means if you're blood guilty, uh, it means you face capital capital punishment, which mm-hmm. we'll get to in a minute. You forfeit your life. Yeah. You took a man's life. And so the so God God's standard is you don't know the man's intention. Is he there to rape your your the women of your house? Is he there to kidnap? Is he there to kill you? You don't know. So you pop up in the middle of the night. You take lethal action. You're innocent. He doesn't say you must retreat. You must try to gather your family <laughs> right. and exhaust all options and retreat. Yeah. Um, but it's different during the daytime because in the daytime you can see what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. You can see is the man there to attack? Is he there to is he there to cause physical harm? Is is he there to grab your PS your your newly found coveted PS five? <laughs> And he's he's bounding out of the door, yeah. you know. He's fleeing, he, right. he's, and then you, you know, you whip out your AR and you just mow this dude down in the middle of the daytime, knowing he's no threat to you physically. Yeah, the Bible says that would be a sin. Mm-hmm. This guy, you know, you see him, he steals, he's gone. Uh, you don't just get, you don't, you don't blast him. Yeah. So God has a standard, mm. and the standard is based in. Uh, the, that the image of God, that all people are made in God's image, and that image is so valuable that if you can clearly see in the daytime, this person's not there to kill you, he's not there to physically harm people, um, you don't get to kill him. Now, it doesn't mean you can't catch him yeah. and make him repay. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you can't pull out a gun right, and say, you're not going anywhere. Get on the ground, right. Yeah. Um, you just can't. You just can't take. Can't just blast them. Yeah, can't yeah. take lethal action. Right. So this is one of those. Way, again, the, the Bible's filled with a lot of these because God, mm-hmm. God, God's ways are way better than our ways. Right. His laws are better than ours. And so this is a perfect example of where God's law is directly applicable. Yeah. This really transcends all times and cultures. Right. So. But we're law. We're lawless. We're a lawless society. Yeah, and we're trying to find standards. That um, people are rejecting, like they're these laws, they're just arbitrary. Mm-hmm. They're arbitrary based on the the fads of the day or people's feelings. Um, they're not based on on anything that is absolute. Yeah. So as soon as you start to drift away from God's law, like you're you're basing how you defend your home based on God's law. Yeah. Not just based on what is most expedient yeah it, it it would be it'd be um super easy to just shoot the guy and call the police and say someone broke into my home i killed him right yeah i mean it, it, god knows yeah if you're a christian you shouldn't be uh 
and you know, like maybe you're a Christian veteran like me, like you shouldn't be waiting for the day that somebody tries to break <laughs> right. into your house so you can yeah. blast them. Yeah. That would show that you've got a you've got a heart issue. Mm-hmm. You got a heart problem. Like, this is the time where I take action. Right. You know, it should be a, a last resort to take someone's life. Yeah. But uh, again, this this uh, this law from this this Texas representative, it's not based on anything. Yeah, it's just based off of her feelings. Yeah. Now there's a there's a grain of truth in it, like we we were talking about. Yeah. But she doesn't know where that that grain of truth comes from. Yeah. She doesn't know that there there already is a standard that she could appeal to. Yeah. To to back this law. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we need to um, go back to God's law. We need to go back to to reading it and understanding it and seeing how how does this apply to our our own lives? How yeah. how how can this back our own laws and cause them to be good? Right. Right. Yeah. Final final issue. Yeah. Is uh, the death penalty? Okay. Came across this on CNN. Dozens of members of Congress call on Biden to end the federal death penalty. So there are um, there are some uh, senators who have called upon Biden to end the death penalty as soon as he takes office. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is this is spurred from um, some executions that have taken place this year um i I think that there's been 10 i believe since july okay i could be i could be wrong on that but um this would be federal the federal death penalty and there is scheduled they're scheduled to execute another criminal on january 20th okay um so i think this is where this is coming from um the they uh they wrote quote with a stroke of your pen you can stop all federal executions prohibit united states attorneys from seeking the death penalty dismantle death row at fcc Terre Haute, and call for the resentencing of people who are currently sentenced to death each of these elements are critical to help prevent greater harm and further loss of life so let's talk about the death penalty some. All right. Jay. Yeah. I know you sent me you sent me a, a tweet from uh Peter Budajeg. Is that did I say his name right? Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. All right. He's been uh appointed as transportation secretary, isn't he? Yeah. I think that's what Biden is I don't Yeah. Uh anyway. That's, you gotta appoint all the people you that's right. <laughs> that you defeated <laughs> right. to other posts. Hold on to that because I'll say something about that in just a second. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, so he tweeted, the death penalty is wrong always. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the, the death penalty because you and I are, are, are abolitionists. We believe that abortion should be abolished yeah. because we believe it's the taking of a human life. And there are, there are critics who would say, well, you're against this, but you're, you're for the death penalty. Yeah, and we're both for the death penalty. The the criticism. So what? Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. And I, you know, I've engaged with uh, those of the left. They would usually say something like, "You're against abortion, but you're pro death penalty. You don't really value life. You're not pro life, right? So pro life has it's morphed into pro 
everything. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, and the reason is, again, because um, I believe they have a faulty anthropology. They mm-hmm. don't have a correct understanding of man. Yeah. I would turn that around and say, no, I value life uh, so much so that the only valid punishment for taking a human life is to forfeit your own life. Yeah. That's it. And I don't come up with that arbitrarily, right? <laughs> right. That comes from, again, from the Bible, mm-hmm. from Genesis chapter 9. Yeah. Um, Moses gets off the ark. It's kind of like civilization is starting over. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's giving, God's giving instructions. And one of them is in regards to hu- uh, the taking of a human life. Yeah. It's, uh, you, do you have it there? Yeah, I do. Okay. You want to read that for us? Yeah. Yeah, this is um, God is blessing Noah and his and his sons and saying, "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth." Um, it's this is Genesis two all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the the waters have parted, dry ground has appeared. Here's Noah and his three sons and their wives. Noah's wife. They're coming off the ark with all of these animals. It's it's uh, it's Adam and Eve again. Right. It's a quote unquote new earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so he's 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 blessing them, but then he says, um, verse five: For your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning from every beast. I will require it, and from man, from his fellow man, and that word literally means brother. Uh-huh. From his brother, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. Yes. I think that word brother is important because I, I think it's echoing Genesis 4, yeah. where the first sin outside the garden is the murder of a brother. Right. right? Cain murders his brother Abel. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the reason why God is is giving this command is that um, it, it's echoing what happened after the fall. Right. So he, he tells them there will be a reckoning from your brother if you kill your Kill your brother. Yes. Right. Um, and so whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. That's that's the death penalty. Right. And this isn't referring to like warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, we can see that application as we move through the Bible. This is referring to murder. Yeah. So, um, and the reason is it's based in the image of God. Yeah. We don't value who we are as human beings like God does. Yeah. God places such a high value on us, and the reason is because we're the only creature in all of creation. This is what's mind-blowing, right? The angels are incredible. Uh, above them, seraphim and, and the cherubim, incredible beings, powerful beings, um, but they're not called the image of God, right? We're called the image of God. Right. And that's... That's it's it's because there's such a high value placed on that, and so that that for us would feed into why we believe abortion is a criminal act. Right. Um, we we would call for the death penalty for those who absolutely. are procuring or or performing abortions. Yes. And if that were the standard, uh, there would be a lot less abortions. Yeah. A lot. Right. A lot less. Um, <clears throat> And and so we apply apply consistently, right? Uh, so the man who um, breaks into a house and kills a family, mm-hmm. um, he had to be put to death, right? And it ought not to take twenty years 
Yeah. <laughs> it ought to be done swiftly. Well, they're, and they're, I would argue, and I would say, uh, I think it should be publicly. Yeah. They're, they're arguing that um, there's, their studies have been done that capital punishment doesn't deter crime. And I think the reason for that is, is like you said, it takes, it takes forever. It's not public. And it's not public. Yeah, no one sees like it. You can be on death row for years yeah. before you actually are put to death. And it's it's private. I mean, if you're if you're not following the news, I didn't know that that so many people had been executed by um, the the federal government. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 all private. Uh-huh. And so I'm I'm with you. It, this also shows dignity towards the person who who um, is guilty. Uh-huh. Like they they shouldn't be locked in a box, right? For you know. 10, 15 years. Yeah, the, our modern uh, prison system is not based on the Bible either. Yeah. I would say it's inhumane. Mm-hmm. You don't lock humans. What is it going to do? It's going to do all kinds of crazy things to them mentally. You're, you're, locking, gonna, you're locking them up like animals, and so... And you're surprised that they become like animals. They become like animals, yeah. Yeah. I think the institutionalism, I mean, that's proven. They come out harder, uh, worse than they went in. I mean, yeah. ra- rarely... I think do they come out reformed? Right. The prison system doesn't reform people. And again, it's not based on God's word. Yeah, um, you can you can scour <laughs> the the law of God uh, from Exodus through Deuteronomy. You will not find a prison sentence, uh, system. You right. you won't find God telling them to build jails. Right. Um, there, the the punishment for crimes is laid out. Yes. Very clearly. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and I. You know, if we if we went back to that, God's law is better than our law. Yeah, it's and it's based in uh, repaying. Mm-hmm. Like you make, um, there's a redeeming aspect to it. Yeah, you make right the the crime you committed. Right. If the crime is so grotesque, uh, there are many in God's law. Mm-hmm. Then, because He values humanity, He values values the image of God. Then the re- the requirement there is the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, but people don't like God. That's yeah, no, let's just get, that's let's right. just make it straight up. Like people, oh, you're listening, you're uncomfortable. You're like, uh, and the reason is you don't like God and you don't like His law and you think we know better than God. Mm-hmm. Let's just we can just cut straight through it <laughs> right. and you can just say openly and then you admit that you you hate this God of the Bible. You think He's uh, ridiculous and yeah. you think we're ridiculous for believing it, right? And so I'd point to any culture in all of humanity and say find one place that has a better setup than what God has given us here, yeah. right? You can't find a country because it's all based in arbitrary stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, somebody stole, let's cut his hand off. Right. So he can suffer the rest of his life mm-hmm. and not be able to perform basic functions like the dignity of work. Right. That's just that's just man's wicked, uh, contri- like, yeah, we're, inventions. We're, yeah, we... we um we're going to be prone to one of two things. We're either going to lessen the the consequences, like Seattle, lessen, lessening what right. what should be done for a thief, or we're going to we're going to be too we're going to be too um, violent yeah. in, in our our I'll, reaction. So yes, um, you want to talk Alex Talonis Law? Is that where you're going to go? Uh, yeah, I mean that's. An eye for an eye. It's meant to restrain. It's meant to restrain the 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 judicial system. Yeah, um, and it's it's 
the punishment fits the crime. Right. So you like you um you kill my wife, right? What what do I do if I'm man unleashed? Well now I kill your whole family. Right. And what do you do in response? Yeah. Someone in your family, like one mm-hmm. of your kids, you know, they have to wait till they grow up. <laughs> right. They grow up and they just have vengeance on their mind. They rally. It's the Hatfield and, it Hatfields and McCoys, right? And it's murder, murder, and right. it's just back and forth, and it's it always ups it's the game. The, it's the mafia. Yes. A- and what we're saying here is, um, and God, and God, because, res- God restrains right. That. And Jesus says, "You've heard, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth." But I say, yeah. And then he he lays out his his law. What he's doing, he's not getting rid of the lex talionis, but he is he's. Um, fixing the wrong interpretation that uh-huh. was given because the eye for the for an eye it was being taken to mean that I can personally take revenge on someone. Yes, like you said, if if someone kills your your family, you go kill their family. Yeah, that's that's a misinterpretation of the lex talionis. That's 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 um, that's taking it for personal vengeance. Yeah, the lex talionis, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That is. The government, that's the judicial system. The judicial system has the authority to perform capital punishment. You don't. Yeah. You you can't go kill someone because because they're a murderer. Yeah. 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 The government has been given the God ordained authority to yeah, do these good. things. All right. Well, you know what? I think uh we're gonna shut it down. Larry, get ready to fade it out. Um you know, we had planned we were going to record some other stuff we today. Did. We ran out of time, so we're going to have to shut this one down, and then we're going to have to uh, hit record again, and we're going to get into the stuff we're going to release next week Okay. on the Incarnation. So hopefully this is beneficial to you. If it has been, please like, subscribe, share. You know, you can do that a couple places. Facebook, you can now go to YouTube, like and subscribe there, and uh, all of your listening platforms for audio podcasting, you can go there. Hopefully, it's a benefit to you. Help. Hopefully, it's helped you to think through some of the things that are going on in our world, with the ultimate goal of helping you to become more and more conformed to Christ.